UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Let's get started here. If you have any questions, start, I guess, over here on the right with John. Coach, did your video review confirm what you were thinking on Saturday regarding the disparity in the calls? There were some, definitely. Um, and, you know, you had the human reaction of, of uh, what your human reactions are, and, uh, and then, yeah. Sometimes it's not fair, and uh, I learned a long time ago the only fair is the county fair. So uh, uh, if you expect it, uh, then, then you'll be disappointed sometimes. So, um, yeah, yeah, I looked at those and, uh, you know, go with a step over lip, make no excuse, and uh, continue onward. Is it? Obviously, has you know been one of your main targets here in the last uh, pretty much all season. Uh, Shane was saying after the game how you know he was really down on himself. What did you see from him, and as far as post game, and how has he responded, and what have you seen from him as a player just kind of over the course of the season? Uh, we would take as many Ronnie Bells as we could possibly get on this team. He's. Uh, how far he's come, what he does for our team, um, the way he played in the game. I mean, he was one of our, our top performers. Um, and he is consistently game in and game out. And um, Equally, I mean, tough as nails. Uh, mentally, mentally as tough as anybody we got. Uh, physically, the, the same. So we take as many Ronnie Bells as possible. Yeah, um, he is coming along. He is, um, you know, when he knows who to block, I mean, he's he blocks them. He gets it done and uh, and attacks it. Uh, great physicality and hustle and uh, and uh, as as he progressing and you know, all the some of the nuances of. Um, of, of different schemes, or you know who he, who his man is, and how it can change. Uh, you know, just the sky's the limit for Eric. Is that typical of a freshman? Just that learning curve. Yeah, there's a learning yeah. curve for sure. Yes. Yeah. The front right now. With, with the dearth in traditional wide tight ends at the high school level, how has that changed your offensive philosophy? You know, potentially, and you know, even how you go about recruiting. You know, players. You know, receivers versus tight ends, and and. Uh, you know, trying to, you know, create the dirt. The dirt? Yeah. Did you say the dirt? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of good tight ends out there still in high school football. Here, Ashley. We got some of them on our team. Really like our tight end group. Here, Ashley. Uh, Jim, you talked after the game about wanting them to come back today with steel in their spine, I think was the phrase you used. Just, I know it's only been like 36 hours or so, but what have you seen from them and how they're, the players and how they're reacting? Yeah, responding. Uh, understanding that, uh, you know, just get get moving, get 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 doing something, get working. Um, you know, there's a lot of, when you're on a football team that you can do. I mean, there's, there's, um, there's a new game plan to learn. There's the details of that. There's a uh, new opponent. Uh, there's practice, there's meetings, uh, there's, there's rehab.
there's uh, just you know, this morning it was a beehive of activity. You know, guys, guys working and and uh, coaches working, game planning. So uh, you know, that's our response. So did you guys Get back to work. This morning or we did. Something? Yeah, we did. Brother, those who didn't play in the game. Um, we didn't play a high number of plays in the game. We have a, a Monday practice. Front left, Larry. What's your message to your team about what they have left to play for this season? <clears throat> this week, the most important game of the season, uh, our next game, uh, the most important one. Uh, a tough, tough loss last week. I mean, come back against a very good opponent. Uh, Great memories. Uh, those are some of the memories. You can respond in that kind of way. In the middle left, Nick. Jim, you talk a lot about talk over the years about quarterbacks being able to make plays when maybe there's not an easy one to make, or you know finding ways to survive a little bit. When you when you watch Matt Wachey in terms of his presence in the pocket and his ability to sort of make something happen, maybe when it was hard. I mean, you know, that seemed to be on a pretty high level, even with what he's done this year and last year. Maybe I mean, would I be wrong in saying that, or do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Shea's, you know, I've been playing uh, great football. I mean, heroic, even. Um, so uh, I've been really, really pleased. I mean, he's into it. He's you know, just his his whole demeanor in the game. Uh, you know, confident, excited about it. Uh, likes being in that that atmosphere and playing in that big, big type of game. And sense it from everything about him. Right, right here, Steve. Jim, thinking back to the Iowa game, remember you telling us that you told Quiddy Pay they can't block you. That uh, you know he, he was just that dominant in that game. Mm-hmm. He came in as a raw talent, all kinds of ability, and, and is now producing uh, for you quite well. Talk about just how far that guy's come. He's come. Uh, he's progressed incredibly well. I mean, he's uh, had another. Another outstanding game this past game. Uh, physically, has come a, come a long way. He's uh, uh, some people aren't making any analogies, I guess, but just physically, he is he is uh, really trained himself at a very high level. Um, he's got a great attitude. He uh, does what his coaches. You know, train him to do. He trusts that, and and uh, he always plays at a all-out level. Right, Ethan. Uh, Jim, with, with two losses already, I'm just wondering how you would define a, a successful season from here on out. Win our next game. That's uh, that's our goal. When um, put together a really good plan that, for this week, um, practice it, and uh, and go out and execute. Feel like our team is. Uh, uh, even as optimistic as ever that it's it's hitting its stride. Is there a bigger picture goal you have in mind there? Uh, win, win our next game. That's that's yeah. That's where our focus is. In the middle for, here, Austin. Jim, it looked like you took some extra precautions on Saturday to protect your signals. Uh, is that something you've done in the past, or is that a function of the sideline you're on, or what, what went into that? Um, yeah, that was a, a function of protecting uh, our signals. <laughs> Have you done that in the past in that specific way? Uh, 
No, that's the first time we did it with those with those screens. Yeah. Any particular reason why you decided to go that way this, this particular week? I felt like it was something that would be necessary in this game to do. Aria? Um, with the, you know, this Saturday is the last time that Michigan is scheduled to play Notre Dame, and with all the history in that, um, you know, that rivalry, how are you kind of seeing this matchup more broadly, you know? Uh, that's a big game. No left, Larry. To follow up on that, would you like to see this uh, series resume after uh, you know the contract ends here? Uh, I think there's some discussion about it. What's your opinion about it? Yeah, that'd be good. Chris, talk about what we've seen from Notre Dame on film, especially offensively. Uh, yeah, they're really talented uh, offensively, defensively. Uh, it's a really good football team. We're plowing through it now. Playing really good football. Left, Larry. Does it help? Uh, you think your players bounce back from a tough loss, knowing they've got a great opportunity and a you know big time opponent under the lights and all that? They're not just playing another team in Notre Dame. Does it help them maybe bounce back and focus on the next one? Yeah, I mean, it's always like people. Uh, what's what's the What's the alternative to not doing it that way? I mean, I mean, if you're playing Rutgers now, it would be different than Notre Dame. Yeah, it's it's it, it's football. I mean, it's is what you what your talent uh, is for. It's what you it's what you want to do. Just the the question of how or how can you? Is it better? Just that's what you do. You bounce back as opposed to to not. John? Jim, what do you tell your players about handling social media, good and the bad, especially after a game? Are you talking about the Ronnie Bell uh, email yeah, deal? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my. What was it? What was the youngster's name? Uh, the guy who wrote the email. What's his name? Uh, I said it on there, right? Yeah. What? Connor Grady. Connor Grady. Um. I'm sure Connor Grady got drunk as heck uh, Saturday night and by talking to his friend, took the email uh, and wrote a bunch of stuff that I'm sure the next day he was like, why the heck did I do that? I'm an idiot. And um, I'm sure he felt pretty bad about it. What do, you, do you, what do you tell your players about? Just ignore it? Respond? Don't respond? I would just that way. I mean, that's... What I'm telling you is what I tell them. Yeah. Rainer? As a player, how did you handle that? I mean, obviously they didn't have you know, email and, and such, but I mean, I'm sure you heard stuff. I mean, like, how, how did you how did you handle that when, when you got the heap of criticism? Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's what goes on, right? I mean, people that really don't know what it's like to be a, a player or professional in the you know, in the arena, I mean, they, they like to scream at the TV and yell stuff, and they don't know, and they just want to, you know, get their emotions out or their passions out. I mean, it's, um, you know, that's kind of what keeps the, you know, the 
football as popular it is, that people have those those kind of passions toward toward the game, and um, so in, in that way, it's you know that's that's the positive. As as far as the the sticks and stones will break my bones, um, that they do, but the words don't. So uh, just learned that a long time ago. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And uh, were, you, were you as confronted with it? I'm yeah, saying, I mean, yeah. As, as that's been around for. I think it's been around for time immemorial. You know. But do you think not just it's more with the players now with having to face it? I think it's the. the I think it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should. You know, we all tell our kids at school. I mean, that's like grade schoolers that uh, you know worry about. You know what somebody's saying about them, or maybe you grew up and felt the same way. I think that's been around for a very long time. So, um, what I tell them, what I tell our players, is, I mean, what somebody else thinks of you or says about you is none of your business, and uh, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, so, I try to give them that same advice. Well, you're in the right, Steve. Jordan Glasgow is going after a certificate in the grad school program and, and, and performing so well for you on the football field. What, what do you admire most about him? Uh, he's almost not. It's almost not human-like uh, quality of. I mean, he he never you never see any kind of flaw or um, weakness. Um, never uh, in, uh, physically. Or, um, you know, even a complaint or a um, or anything. You know, it's just steady jackhammer at all times, and uh, you know he's 100 uh, percent, you know, about getting the getting the job done and doing it to the best of his God-given ability every single time. That's uh, just what I admire about him most. Time for a couple more questions. Hello, Joe. Take as many Jordan Glasgow's as we can get to. Just going back to the social media thing for a second. Do you think, in some ways, it it can damage the experience for an athlete in today's environment? Do you have to guard against them not being so bothered by it? Guard against it? Um, just the advice, yeah. That I, yeah. I mean, you don't have to take that to heart. You don't have to. Uh, you know, what somebody else thinks about you doesn't have to be your business. That can be that can be their thing. You know. But some athletes do take it to heart. It seems like. Yeah, some kids do. Some some adults do. You know, some athletes do. And um, right here, Chris. They seem to make a concerted effort on Saturday to time the count and seem to be running downhill at times. What can you do to combat that, especially when in that environment when you have to go silent at times? Say that again? When they were Please. timing the snap count, it seemed like at times. And how do you combat that, especially when you have to go to a silent count at times? Yeah, we, we were mixing in a, um, a, a count that was was a, a two count or a hard count into the game. That's That was our, our way of combating it. Angelique? Jim, speaking of Twitter, your, your son tweeted something the other night about Shea Patterson would have to resurrect someone from the dead on the 50-yard line to get credit. 
to get the credit he thinks he deserves. You mentioned heroic. What, what, can you define that a little bit, what, what Shea has done in your mind? That's, that's I thought he had a, I mean, the heroic type of ball game. It's just the game. Okay, I thought yeah. you were talking about it. Yeah, every, I mean, but particularly this last game, and I just think uh, he's, playing, he's playing really, really good football. You're yeah. talking generally speaking, not just that game. Okay. Just yeah, I mean, game in and game out, consistently good. But do you th- do you agree with James? I mean, that he doesn't get enough. I know you're saying don't worry about what other people are saying, but there's been a lot of criticism about Shea and his performance. And, you know, what do you say to that? Probably the same things I said. Answered the few questions ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you just reprint that. <laughs> That's what I think about it. Last question, Larry. Uh, Josh Uche, can you reflect on how he's developed as, you know, he was kind of a pass rushing specialist and now he's all over the field defending passes 50 yards down the field and every day or every down back or how he's developed? Um, yeah, that's that's what I think of that criticism in, in general, you know, that kind of thing. So. Um, Josh and Jay. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was no, revisiting this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josh. Uh, Josh is another guy who gets it 100. percent I mean, he's uh, he's got a great, strong mindset. Uh, trains at a high level. Wants to be good uh, and, and getting better and better at football all the time. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Players out here. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.